You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 116. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 116. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, master certified life coach, teacher, and recovering supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, supermoms. Happy New Year. Hope you're looking forward to a wonderful 2022. Today's episode comes from a mom who is not feeling warm, fuzzy feelings towards 2022. (laughs) She is talking about being fed up with continuous disappointments. So if you too are feeling fed up really in any area of your life, this is a good episode for you. So she writes, Dear Tori, I am so done with freaking COVID. I don't want to be one of those people who complains on social media. So I thought I'd complain here and see if you could make something productive come out of it. (laughs) You are welcome to complain to me anytime you want, super moms. It goes to any of you. She continues. In the big picture of things, we are lucky. No one in our family has died or become seriously ill because of COVID. But the continuous disappointment is sucking the life out of me. I've got kids who missed school dances, graduation parties, seasons of sports, birthday celebrations, starting freshman year with other human beings, making friends, family reunions, summer camps, and vacations. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) I remember thinking how the moms of younger children had it pretty hard when the pandemic hit. But I'm really seeing the effects on the moms of teens and tweens. So I digress. She continues and says, as Omicron rages and schools start talking about postponing in-person learning and events, I start losing it. How am I supposed to hold it all together for my kids when I just want to throw a frickin' temper tantrum? Pissed in Pismo, she signs her name anonymously. All right, Piston Pismo, today's parent educator answer. Well, I guess with a question like this, you just have to start with compassion, right? Like she's just in a dark place and it sucks. It is so hard to cope with one disappointment after another, after another. It just feels like the world is beating you down. And as soon as, you know, we start to relax as a culture and start making plans again and thinking we can count on them, then it seems like something else comes along, some new wave, some Omicron variant, whatever, and it takes it all away. We have a vision for our children's lives that includes uninterrupted school. It includes uninterrupted sports, friendships, celebrations, and good mental health. Just about everyone we knew had this experience. And so it seemed safe to expect that our kids would also have the experience of uninterrupted school, sports, friendships, etc. 
It seems like missing out on these milestones is causing disappointment. But the good news is that it's not. That missing these milestones is not the cause of the disappointment. It's our expectations that they're going to happen are what causes our suffering. If you had known ahead of time that your high school student would play sports three years instead of four, it would not have been such a big deal, right? Like he could have volunteered, joined a club, taken a vacation, or you just knew he was going to enjoy some downtime. But because we didn't know he was going to only play three out of the four sports seasons, we get frustrated, we get disappointed, we get angry. If you knew ahead of time that your daughter would not celebrate her 16th birthday, let's say, no big deal. You would have just made a bigger deal out of her 15th birthday, or you would have just made other plans, right? The cause of our suffering is our expectations. This is good news because we have control over our expectations. And when there's so much that we can't control, it's nice to find the things you can control. So my suggestion to Piston Pismo, if she wants to release the anger, all she needs to do is adjust her expectations and live in continuous creative response to whatever is present. Easy peasy, right? Wrong. Today's life coaching answer, what gets in our way from living in continuous creative presumption? What gets in our way from living in continuous creative response to whatever presents itself? Well, I think this illusion of control kind of gets in our way, right? Like being a human on the planet makes us feel vulnerable. We understand that things we perceive as bad could happen at any moment. We might be predestined to experience life a certain way, but we aren't privy to this knowledge. We don't know what our destiny is supposed to be. So instead, we walk around feeling uncertain, feeling scared, and like our life is unpredictable. Well, nobody likes walking around feeling scared and vulnerable. And so we come up with things that give us the illusion of control. Worrying is one example of how we try and control an uncertain future. It just makes us feel like we're doing something. We're worrying about it, you know, so that if bad things do happen, we're like, oh, at least I saw it coming. You know, I kind of knew it was going to happen. So that's one way. Forming expectations and trying to predict the future is another thing we do to try to get some sense of control. There is nothing wrong with feeling the wanting to be in control. I feel like control kind of gets a bad reputation, but I think feeling in control is wonderful. It's just when we try to control things we have no control over or we are ways in which we control are causing us to be in suffering. So when your expectations are causing you to suffer, it's time to let them go. Letting go of attachment is one of the steps of a journey towards spiritual awakening. I'm defining a spiritual awakening as something that causes us to elevate our experience of the world to a higher perspective. In a spiritual awakening, your mind expands, your awareness increases, and like the word implies, enlightenment feels lighter. You feel less weight on you. So spiritual awakening is a good thing. And they tend to be triggered by two things. Number one, 
A spiritual awakening can be triggered by an external event like a pandemic, a medical diagnosis, a mental health crisis, a job or career transition, many people are having right now, a move, or a near-death experience. So these external events, something that happens to you, can trigger a spiritual awakening. The second thing that triggers a spiritual awakening is an internal event or a shift where you are just feeling the need to make a change. Like the old ways aren't working for you anymore and you just feel like you need to grow. So there might not be any external changes, but you feel this internal need to expand to elevate, to grow in a new direction. And so sometimes these internal shifts can result in a termination of a relationship, changing career paths, might be a new like diet or exercise program. But those external changes start as an internal identity and perspective change, okay? So spiritual awakenings can be started by two things, an external or an internal event. You'll know you are on the cusp of a spiritual awakening when you are completely fed up. If you are in so much misery that you cannot keep going the way you have been going, then it's time to begin the journey. When nothing is working, you don't know who you are, what you're doing, where you're going, say hello to enlightenment. (laughs) It's almost like it's just inevitable. Like You can stay stuck for a very long time, but you're stuck in resistance. And it's resistance to this spiritual uplifting, spiritual awareness, spiritual enlightenment, okay? So it's not a bad thing to take that first step. It just feels really, really bad when you're in it. So the first step, if you recognize you're totally fed up and you need to make a change or things are changing, whether you like it or not, the first step is to recognize that it's changing and it's okay. It might seem counterintuitive, but surrendering to the crap is a way to acknowledge where you are and let go of the expectations that it should be any different. If the thought, I don't know what the future will bring and that's okay, gives you a sense of relief, then you're on the right track. Okay, so we take the thing that scares us of like, I don't know what the future holds and we combine it with, and that's okay. You want to look for any sense of enlightenment, like a sense of feeling a little bit lighter of, I don't know what the hell I'm doing and that's okay. I don't know what the hell to do with this situation and that's okay. All right. So you combine the crap with them. That's okay. So if the first phase of spiritual awakening is recognizing you feel like crap and you are fed up and you need to make a change then surrendering to not knowing what the hell is happening is the first step. Then the second step is releasing fear. The good news about being quote-unquote pissed in Pismo, as she signs her name, is that you're not in fear. The lowest level of energy one can be in is fear, despair, helplessness, guilt, feeling like a victim, of anything, the pandemic, vaccine mandates, the government, schools, jobs, kids, or the weather. When you feel like a victim, it is time for immediate intervention. This powerless, scared, guilty, victim mindset 
is terrible for the human psyche and it prevents you from making forward progress. The next level up from fear and guilt and despair is actually anger. Anger is higher than fear. Anger has some power to it. It gives us fuel and fire to fight injustice. From this angry energy, you can voice your opinion to school administrators. You can create prom alternatives if they are threatening to cancel prom. You can advocate for in-person school if that's what you want to do, or you can do some creative problem solving. The great thing about being so done with COVID is that in your letter, your question, there's not an ounce of fear. So you can see that you're already elevating, going from fear into anger. If this pandemic is here to assist in a global transformation of human consciousness and put us all on a path to enlightenment, as many believe it is, I can see that it's helping us release fear. Now, if you turn on the news, you might not notice (laughs) that our country is learning to release fear because the news still very much uses fear to get us to watch the news and But think about it. We tend to fear the unknown, right? So West Coast folk cannot understand why you crazy East Coast people would ever want to live in hurricane or tornado country. (laughs) Like all you Midwestern folks, it's like, that looks so scary. And then everybody on the East Coast or the Midwest is like, why in the world would you ever want to live in earthquake country? That is a terrible thing to do, right? Because we tend to fear the things that we haven't had to to experience before. Well, the pandemic is bringing all of us closer to our greatest fears. We are getting closer to experiencing illness, death, job loss, financial instability. Has anybody noticed that inflation is going up? Climate disaster, raising kids in a world with an unpredictable future. You are a brave soul to be raising kids when they look to you and say, mom, How do I ensure a safe future? And you're like, I have no idea. I don't know what is happening. So the more intimate we become with fear, the less power it has over us. So if you are feeling fed up and done with continuous disappointment, number one, surrender to the crap with the sentence, I have no idea what is happening and that's okay. Number two, release all fear and use anger to fuel creative ways to right wrongs. If you've done both of those things and you're feeling fed up with being angry, you're like, I don't want to be angry anymore, then it's time to raise your vibration to a higher spiritual plane. Now, I walked through the different energy levels in my 100th episode, if you want to go back and listen to that. I kind of adapted it from David Hawkins' book, Power Versus Force. If you are interested, you can check it out. So I'm just going to review them really quickly. So level one, the lowest level, fear, guilt, despair, victim, lost, stuck, powerless. It is an I lose situation. This is where a lot of people get stuck. Level two, anger, blame, resistance, argumentative, combative, and (laughs) self-righteous. I need you to lose so I can win. You can definitely see this playing out in our politics in the country, in the U.S. here. Level three, 
is rationalization, moving up into the intellect and kind of justification where you're like taking ownership, you take responsibility and you're using logic to like, well, I can understand why the schools might be reacting the way they are, you know, and wanting to shut down. I totally understand that the hospitals are getting overloaded. So you're using your intellect to explain Um, it's usually an I win situation where it's like you feel better because you can put yourself in other people's shoes and you can explain behavior in ways that you're not suffering anymore. It feels so much better to get to level three rationalization. But this stage, people tend to use a lot of words. Level four is the next stage up, which is a helper, a compassionate stage where it's like, how can I be of service? I'm so grateful for the help of the the schools doing what they're trying to do. They're working so hard. I'm so grateful for this administration because nobody really wants to be in their shoes right now. And it's amazing that they haven't quit yet. So thankful. Uh, How can I help them? You know, can I offer to join a committee? Can I offer my support or words of thanks? Can I send them flowers and, you know, cookies? I don't know. It's kind of this, how can I help you win? So I always warn moms that this, sometimes moms can do this with their kids, right? How can I help my kids win? I just need them to be happy. I need them to be successful. I need them to have friends. And we can get into this level four, which actually bops us back down to level one, helplessness, okay? So the key difference with level four, if you're being a helper and compassionate towards your children and being of service, is that it's coming from a playful energy. It's not coming from despair (laughs) or helplessness. Like, I need you to be happy so that I can be happy. I need you to get to go to prom so that I can feel relieved. You know, like that's just a different energy. Okay, so playful, compassion, grateful being of service. Level five, reconciliation. This is where you let go of good and bad right and wrong. You're letting go of that black and white thinking. And you're like, okay, we're just open-minded and focused on growth. Like, what is this here to teach me? You know, like, for example, like I just got COVID at the end of this year and I could have said like, okay, COVID is not good or bad. It's not right or wrong that my son, you know, got his mother-in-law sick or his cousin sick, you know, it's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's just like, what is this here to teach me? How can I learn from this? You know, what is the kind of reconciliation of this? So this is like, we all win. You know, how can we frame it in a way that everybody's a winner? And so like, I've been doing that, like, hey, I'm feeling very immune right now. I am loving the fact that I am triple vaxxed and have had COVID. So I am feeling uh, like I've got this, this powerful shield on to shield me from illness. So that's a great way to feel about it, right? So with with whatever it is, if you're upset with the not having the expectations be met with the kids schooling and in person, it's okay to be sad, but it's also okay to let go of how you thought it was supposed to be and let go of there's this is the right and good way to go through high school, and this is the right and wrong way to go through high school, that those things might not be true. That maybe there is, um, there's a reconciliation 
where kids can appreciate the time they get together, but also appreciate all this downtime and solitude. Who knows? But how is this experience helping them grow? Level six is a joy and connection to all things. Everything and everyone is connected. That there are no negative experiences. It's just curiosity. Like, why? I wonder why I created that experience for myself. You know, that, of course, it was always meant to be that way. And, and what is the great thing about it? And, and we're all always winning. We're all connected. We're all in this together. So if I raise my vibration, then I'm helping the whole planet raise their vibrations too. We're all always winning. Nobody ever loses. That's level six, joy and connection to all things. Level seven is a oneness and a zen. This is where like Buddhists spend a lot of time trying to get to the state of enlightenment where it's like nothingness. (laughs) So it's an equal passion for all things and yet total non-attachment. That winning and losing are just illusions. It's like life is this game of chess and you've got the pieces and they're playing and they're all doing all these different moves, but we're just the chessboard. And we're just observing and loving the game. So it is okay to ask for help with letting go of expectations and learning to live in continuous creative response to whatever presents itself. That's what life coaches are trained to help you with. So if you are sick of feeling fed up, but you aren't sure how to raise your vibration and go to the next level in these energy levels and continue on your path towards spiritual awakening that it appears you're on, whether you like it or not, that fed up state is the first sign that it's happening. So you can schedule a free discovery call. There's a link in the show notes and see if life coaching is the right fit for where you are now and where you want to get to. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is Continuous Disappointments. Nothing drains our energy like continuous disappointments. When life keeps knocking you down, it is really easy to get discouraged and to feel just exhausted. So like perhaps you were excited that your kid with ADHD was back to in-person learning and enjoying school again, only to be told it's another four weeks of online instruction. Or maybe your family business survived the first pandemic blow, but is now looking at permanent closure. Maybe you postponed your family vacation only to get COVID the week before your big trip. It sucks, and it is super easy to feel disappointed, discouraged, and depleted by continuous disappointments. So take time to allow yourself to feel all the feels cry, throw tantrums, vent to your compassionate friends. It's better than venting on social media because not everybody's compassionate on social media. Write in your journal. Just throw a pity party. You know, it's okay to indulge in that emotion. It's what helps it move through. Like the fastest way through it is right through smack dab the middle of it. And when you feel ready to move on, leave the specifics behind and focus on the big picture of what you want. So you want to think about what was the feeling you were hoping to get by that canceled family vacation? Was it freedom from worry? 
Was it relaxation, peace, a connection to nature or to each other? Make a list of 20 ways you can experience these same feelings. Whatever it is you wanted, there's 20 ways you can get it. You don't have to just get it from the one event. So you think about, well, why did I want my kids to go back to school in person? So they can have normal social interactions, interact with teachers, get out of the house, get off the screen, hang out with some friends. Then list 20 ways that you can help create and facilitate these experiences. They can still have some normal social interactions. They can still have a relationship with their teachers or hang out with their friends. And you can help them with that. What were you hoping your kids would experience if their sports season started on time? Maybe it's camaraderie, team bonding, good mental and physical health, a social outlet, a physical outlet, whatever it is, then name 20 ways your kids can still experience these things, even with a postponement of their sports season. If you are stuck in continuous disappointment, think about the larger desire and find ways to get what you want. This will give you the feeling of having control while also releasing attachment to your expectations. Today's Supermom Power Boost is NDEs. Do you want a little help along your path to spiritual enlightenment that you seem to be on, whether you knew it or not? I suggest watching people tell their near-death experiences, their stories. You can go, go on YouTube. You can read books. There's so many places that you can listen to people tell their near-death experience stories or NDEs. I'm going to put some links to books and videos of people telling their stories about the other side and what life is like. Because hearing people talk about the bliss, the love and connection to all things they felt while dying, it's, you just can't help but have it raise your vibration because it gives you a glimpse of life at higher energies, right? They all talk about, there's a lot of uh, similarities. They all talk about this feeling of overwhelming love, that there's just no words to describe, just unconditional love. They all talk about this feeling of returning home that's just so peaceful. It's like, oh, this is where I belong. They all say it seems more real on the other side, where this earthly existence feels more like a dream. And that is just super poignant and real. And you're very aware of details and things. So when you watch people tear up and become speechless as they remember this feeling of love from the other side, it'll help you release this kind of social programming that we get, mostly I think from movies, teaching us that death is a bad thing and to be avoided at all costs, right? Like if you watch a movie, pretty much the premise of most movies is avoid death. And so we kind of learn that like, oh, death is bad. We should avoid it. But when you watch people who've gone to the other side and come back to talk about it, they do not say it is a horrible place to be. So my super mom power boost for the day is to balance out your media diet by reducing news of the world and increasing news of the afterworld that in, or any news that inspires and enlightens. Today's quote of the day. Disenchantment, whether it is a minor disappointment or a major shock, is the signal that things are moving into transition in our lives. Sir William Throsby Bridges. 
Thank you so much for listening, super moms. I will love you and leave you. And I am wishing you a beautiful 2020. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.